Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Wesley's in front. The puppet goes to work looking for win number 8,000. Barra Mac and Auckland Red are trying hard. I'm Wesley's in front, though, and he's done it. Alfred for 8,000. I'm Wesley has held off Barra Mac and Auckland Red in the middle. Fourth I remember when Gavin Lane drove 5,000 winners close to 10 years ago at the Yarra Valley Trots. Craig Rail was calling, and we all, like, he was, it was such a big deal. We thought, geez, how is this possible that someone's driven 5,000 winners? And G Lang, I think, was the first person to achieve that milestone. But since then, Chris Elford has been the dominant driver in Australasia. And now last night, and it's hard to believe, and I tweeted this last night, that it's to someone to drive 8,000 winners is just was unthinkable. It's been an extraordinary effort from this great man who joins us now. Um, he's a legend of the game. And uh, he reached that milestone last night at Ballarat. Chris, congratulations. Was it a relief? To get that done last night? Uh, yeah, good morning, Gareth. Um, yeah, it seemed to be getting that way. Um, was, was sort of struggling to get that last winner, but um, yeah, it was a relief when Wesley got over the line, that's for sure. Can you explain what has happened in the second half of your career? Because you're a great driver basically from day one, and you've been in the game for a long time now. I don't want to give away your age, but let's just say you're, you're in your mid-50s. Um just got to your mid fifties, but, um, it seems to me that the best part of your career has been say from 40 onwards. Uh, yeah, a lot of it's got to do with, you know, the, the horses and the, the people that you drive for. Um, you know, when you start off, you just sort of battle around and, and try and get a winner. And, um, sometimes you get your lucky breaks and I've had a lot of them along the way and, uh, got to drive some great horses. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I've watched you throughout your illustrious career. I reckon, and why you're such a champion of the game and um, one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time, is that you have to reinvent yourself because you've got new challenges that, and new drivers that come um, and hit the scene. And you've had some wonderful um, rivals over the years, but... I reckon when you represented Australia at the World Driving Championships when they were based in Sydney during Inter-Dominion, and I think you got to, to be pretty good mates there with Tim Tetrick and you, you drive against um, some of the best drivers in the world. I don't know. I reckon after that particular series, you changed the style a little bit and um, you went to a new level. Would I be right in saying that? Uh, yeah, well, you learn a lot, you know, racing against um, great drivers and, you know, I grew up with 
um, you know, Ted Demler and Brian Garth and Gavin Lang and had all them to look up to and learn a lot off them. And then um, I've always liked the way the Americans race and, and their style. And, um, yeah, getting to know Timmy and Yannick, who um, both messaged me, um, you know, since last night, which is, mm. you know, pretty amazing. Um, just learn a lot for them from them on how to get horses to travel and, and um you know, things like that, which has definitely helped, I'm sure. Yeah, so um, the ability to, to get horses to, to, to find an extra length or so, especially in those new sulkies, um, because there's been so much change in the, the, the standard bread, basically, and Fred Kersley says that they're remarkable animals, and you tell me, like, compare them to, the, like, the thoroughbreds, the standard bread in this country has improved a hundred odd meters in the last two decades, three decades, Chris, it's been extraordinary to see the development in a sport like that, not only with the pacing gate, but now the trotting gate. Yeah, it's pretty, um, you know, I think a lot of it's got to do with the, the breeding and the, the tracks. And as you said, the carts now are so much faster and, um, you know, you look at races, I think when I won my first race, we went two nine mile rate, like yeah. you wouldn't even get that in a trial now. So, uh, yeah, the the horses um, are so much better now, and and you know you used to probably back back in the day you go in a race where there was two or three chances max in every race. Now um, they look like ordinary horses in a race, and you go out and they'll still run 156. So uh, they're all sort of evened up, and and makes it a lot harder to win too. Have you been blown away with the response that you've got with the success that you've had um, in this sport, but especially the last week or so with the, well, you got the and I think it was fitting that the winner's circle now at Melton's named after you, mate. And then, of course, um, when you drove your winner number 8,000 there yesterday. Yeah, pretty uh, humbling, really. Um, got so many messages and, um, you know, things on Twitter and uh, all that that you know, I haven't even got around to reading yet because it was a late night last night and I was told by Alison, don't be uh, on social media on the, in the car on the way home. So I yes. haven't got round to all of them yet. But, um, you know, even, you know, I heard, you know, this morning from Nifty Norman in, in yeah. America and John Green in New Zealand and um, Bernie Harker and, you know, just people. It's just amazing, you know, the support that I've got and um, how thankful I am for it. So on Wesley was your 8,000th winner. Can you remember your first winner? Yeah, yeah, it was one for Dad at Wangaratta, an uh, old horse we had called Spring Vance. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, in September this year, it'll be 40 years ago. Yeah, it's remarkable, the longevity. Did you fit, like, 40 years is a long time to be in this game, really, and to do what you've been able to do. And at the top, the old man Baz would be pretty happy, mate. I reckon he'd be proud as punch. Yeah, he never, ever said a, said a lot, um... But I'm pretty sure he'd be smiling down, um, you know, thinking um, that I've done a good job and he was part of the, the reason why I'm here because he taught me so much. Yeah, bloody oath. Um, I still remember Mont Devnagal. What a horse he was. That like that was, <laughs> I, he, he was in my time, like Golden Rain. He was a little bit before my time, but like a horse like Mont Devnagal. And he showed you a class. It's, it's, when you have to drive a horse like that and sit sprint, um, who's your favourite horse that you've driven over the years? Oh, yeah, it's very hard, but you know, it, he he was my favourite. Like fr from home, he was just so cool to deal with, and 
just his turn of foot, you know. It's good to drive great horses and, and win big races, but there's just something special about horses that have got that, you know, 25 quarter in them when you save them up. Who's the one horse that you wish that you you drive over the years? Uh, Yeah, that'd be hard. I, I would have um, liked to have driven popular around so I could just show off a bit yeah. like Vinny used to. That, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny Knight must have been some driver to drive against. Just a, yeah, yeah, no, the aura he, around him. Yeah, no, he was pretty cool. Um, you know, he had all the flamboyancy and all that. I remember um, when I was having one of my first trials, we were jogging around at Kilmore and he come up beside me and, uh, you know, introduced himself and said, oh, do you want to just pull up at the start and I'll move the seat forward for you, little fella? <laughs> they tell me he was like Dustin Martin in the in his heyday. Like he was on the front back pages of the Herald Sun. He was one of the biggest sporting identities in the, in the city of Melbourne. Oh, yeah, for sure. He was, you know, like a legend way back then. And, um, you know, he always will be. It was just sad that things didn't end up yeah. great for him. Hey, Puppet, on behalf of all of us racing fans, especially the harness racing fans, congratulations. You've been a hero of mine. You've been a wonderful ambassador for the game. Um, on the big stage, you deliver the goods. Um, you're such a consistent consistent performer at the highest level and you, you work harder than anyone. And I think that's inspiring in itself that um, you put in the work and you've got a wonderful family um, support group behind you. Um, but you des deserve all the accolades that come your way. And I don't think anyone will get close to 8,000 wins. So um, well done, mate. And go and get 9,000 now. Yeah, thanks, Gareth. Just like, the, you know, as you said, you know, thank my family for being behind me and all the uh, owners and trainers that trust me with sending me out on their horses every time. Yep. Go and get them, mate. Thanks, Gareth.